is or if the internet gods are blessing us we are live johnny and the greg everybody uh give a heart or a like if you like greg's uh if you like this background yeah, that background versus the one where his head's like this but you see i wasn't quite so th- this Let is this is camera one and i can i'll switch up my camera here yes go ahead and and then this is camera two yeah so we like it, camera one i i like camera one it's just so. i gotta in, mom, in my mom pre- vote doesn't count unless it goes against you see the mom vote is like well i like them both because that, it's a beautiful yeah that's boy. true that's true because he's such a good looking man i made oh, him all moms say that like even in like my worst phase my Do middle they? school Do like they? giant glasses bad haircut stupid oh, yeah. jacket you know whole deal they're like great with attractive i'm like bullshit <laughs> moms are awesome all right here we go johnny the greg greg let them know about audible well, we are partnered with Audible, home of hundreds of thousands, maybe maybe millions, maybe, maybe audiobooks, where you can get podcasts, audiobooks, all those things for your listening ears to enjoy everything from fantasy to mystery to political stuff, which, hey, you might be interested in that this week. Um, so go ahead. Uh, you can get 30 days free on us by going to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Link is in the chat. Um so yeah, you click on that, get 30 days, uh, listen to your heart's content. Everything that you get there, you keep. Uh, it is yours forever and ever. Uh, you don't have to return it, even if you end the service, which I think is really cool. So uh, again, that's audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. There we go. Greg, how's your week, man? It was good. It was my first full week at oh, the yeah, new job. It was, right. you know, amongst all the stuff that was happening this week, I still had a pretty good week. Yeah, that Roe versus Wade just kind of took over. Um, yeah, whatever your whatever you had going on this week, yeah, uh, has been dwarfed by that for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's. How, what do you think of it? Um, wow, we're just gonna jump right into. Why that, not? I mean, what do um, we want to jump into? <clears throat> well, we we talked about it even when. Uh, it first came up when when the the leaked documents came out. We we covered that on on our show. Um, so I think my opinion is pretty out there. Of I am, I, I guess I, I'm both. Uh, I'm anti-abortion, but I'm pro-choice. So um, having a law that outlaws it or or a bastion like not having it not be protected or states that are going to just get rid of it altogether. I think that is unsafe in a lot of cases. <clears throat> um, I do believe, are we frozen? I think we're frozen. Are we? Uh, I think maybe, or maybe I'm just not playing it. That could be it. Um, I think, uh, <clears throat> what was I saying? I, I was saying you, that, you, uh, uh, you, you sound like you're in the same yeah, um, it, in the same boat. I, and I, I believe that there are a lot of Americans that are in this camp where it is. Sorry, my cord is caught on the chair okay. here. Oh. There we go. Now I'm good. Cord. Um, it, it is the idea that access to safe abortions, I think, needs to happen because there are plenty of cases out there where it's necessary. Um, and there's proof of that. Now, I believe that 
at conception of that is a clump of human cells. I believe that that's life. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm this weird in between. Uh, I believe rights have been lost or will be lost. Um, I don't think it's going to decrease the amount of abortions at all. I think it's just going to decrease the amount of safe abortions. And I think it was a bad move by the Republicans in that, you know, they've touted this thing, you know, it, it could have been whatever topic you want. It could have been gun control, could have been abortion. Could have been, they, they touted this as like their top issue. You've got what you wanted. You've pissed off more than half the nation doing it. Now, what are you going to do? Like, okay, it's, you've been given exactly what you wanted. Now, what are you going to do with that? What positive change are you going to make with that? What, if they don't show like how this is better for the country, they have completely shot themselves in the foot. How so shot themselves in the foot? Well, because I mean, they're saying like, this is, you know, from from the rights perspective, I mean, especially those those extreme rightists where they're like, this is an atrocity, it needs to be stopped, um, and the country will be better off for it. You need to show how that is going to move the needle in a positive direction, how the entire country is going to benefit from this. And you have to do it quickly, or else those middle of the road people, maybe they've voted Republican in the past, yeah. saying, Well, yeah, no, I agree with most of their most of what they stand for maybe not everything but for the most part and now great you got the keys to the kingdom do something with it do something positive republicans you know, or republicans okay republicans. they voted this interesting yeah, yeah. i didn't no, know this that is a, oh yeah this is a totally republican thing really? um yeah conservatives so now uh, and again it's that you've been given something that you've always wanted for the past 50 years now what are you going to do with it and if they don't do something positive with it quick then you're losing ground, I think. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot more repercussions than what they thought through. There's just something that seems very un-American about it. About taking away choice? Yeah. Yeah, about taking away choice. And look, mm -hmm. I, I'm with you. I'm in the same <clears throat> camp. I remember uh, eighth grade, we were. I had to do a debate and we pulled the talk topic on abortion and at mm -hmm. the time of me being an eighth grader my thought was pro-choice the whole way and then i did research and i saw videos and i saw mm -hmm. uh horrible things um that quickly changed my mind and quickly um uh told me that uh this this isn't just like uh you know like i don't know like you have an allergy and you take an allergy pill and it's gone it's right not like that at all um I've talked to people who have recently actually who have mm -hmm. had their um, lives changed because of the decision of abortion. Um, some are happy. Some are feel it's a regret in their life. They feel a loss. Sure. Yeah. Um, but there's something very American, uh, something very un-American about you don't get a choice. Right. And I've been struggling with the idea <sighs> of legislating morality. And I think I've talked about that yeah. on here before too. Yeah. And, and certain aspects of morality, everybody can agree on. You don't steal, you don't murder. I mean, there's those kind of things. Um, and I know that the people that are very pro-life consider it murder, but you know, a lot of the, uh, we'll call it civilized world doesn't. So um, 
you, you just get into this, like how far down the morality road should we have laws for, you know, or, or is it, I mean, cause it, then it becomes forced morality, which isn't morality at all. It's fascism. Yeah. I don't, I really don't think there's let me go on a limb here. There isn't real any morality out there. And, and what I feel like that uh. is people stand behind it until, you know, um, our entire, our entire, I, I think in a lot of countries are like this, we're not the only one country, but we sit there and say, oh no, you can't murder. It's against the law unless you're doing it for us. And it's for war. I, I think that falls under a different category. But- no, it's morality. You think God's going to sit there and, and go, well, you're under war. I, I get it. Yes. Because somebody, you really think that? Sure. I don't. So because that, he, that's Old Testament. I mean, that's certainly something that existed. But okay. So that's Old Testament. What's New Testament? New Testament is love your neighbor as yourself. But that I think the under the um, idea of war, it's, I mean, because in some cases it was forced. I mean, well, I know, war, I know. I think warfare. that's the, that's a, that's a, uh, I think that is a loophole. I don't, I don't, I, okay. I haven't done nearly the studies you've done when it comes to Bible and religious studies and asking the questions. I just, I can't see God saying nobody can kill anybody. Oh, but if there's war, then I, I'll accept that because who's to say who's right and who's wrong there. Okay. But then show me the unforgivable sin. I'm not saying there is one. Well, exactly. And then and no, that's no, no, why no. I think like if, so we're, we're legislating this morality piece, but then at the same time, that side is saying that there is no unforgivable sin because that's what Christians should believe. And I think that that's an oxymoron. And so then we try to legislate our beliefs into a system of government, which I don't believe in because that is exactly what a lot of people are saying we should be fighting against with the religions that we don't agree with, where they're... Right. That that theocracy that actually a religion is running the government, not the government running um, for all people. And we don't live in a Christian country. No, we don't. And, I know we like to, I, I, know, I know we like to think we yep. do. And I've had plenty of conversations with um, people of the boomer generation that are like, oh, yes, we do. And we don't. The less than 40% of the American population identifies with any religion at all. And even that's even less of them identify with a Christian denomination. So, and I mean, when we look at what our founding fathers wanted, they didn't want a country governed by any form religion. of religion. religion they wanted yeah. to be for all people of all faiths. And so when we try to legislate one piece of morality that's where i think we we go too far and you know the the arguments of well all the founding fathers were christian and this they wrote the constitution based on christian principles i don't believe that they did i don't think they were all i don't know i'm not a historian right there's there's plenty of research out there would say that all of them were not christians or yeah at least they were I mean, maybe they went to church, but then they were part of different societies and different philosophies right, right. Um, yeah. that didn't prescribe to all of those uh, same tenets of the Christian faith would. Um, but even, even under that, you know, th- these are the same guys that held 
you know, hundreds of slaves and yeah. think, think women were not able to vote and not able to be educated and, um, or just a step above property and do so, karate because their bones were hollow. Yeah. And so there's, <laughs> there's a piece to that, that I go, okay, so we're going to pick and choose yeah. what we think the founding fathers thought. And so I don't know. Um, so yeah, the, the idea that we're going to, and, and I'm to let you, everybody that's listening know. I mean, I, I feel the same way about even the war on drugs, you know, that's just a moneymaker for the government and for certain aspects of people. Do you think it started out like that? The war on drugs? Yeah. Like, yes. do you think that was like Nancy Reagan's plan was to. No, the, it, Nancy's Reagan, Nancy Reagan's plan was that the first lady had to have some kind of soapbox yeah. to get right. on. And, and so she chose that one. Meanwhile, the say CIA, no. Yeah. Meanwhile, we no. know, we know that the CIA was oh, a yeah, that, huge that, part of the yes. cocaine trafficking and, yes. and the drug market. And, and I that, still think they're smuggling it through mattress stores. That's my personal thing. <laughs> yeah, because no one ever goes in there. No one um, goes in there. No one comes out. I never see anything happening. The lights are always on. They're building new ones every day. Yep. And and just the idea that we know that even the drug trade was targeting low-income and minority yeah. neighborhoods so that they could try to... I mean, all of this is documented. We have yeah, you know, all uncovered things. And, and the people that did it have gone on record and said, oh, yeah, we were totally doing that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and... So, I mean, like our government needs a shakeup anyway, um, you know, but everybody's all caught up. I don't know. I find it interesting that, you know, the January 6th hearings are still happening. And now everybody's talking about the Roe versus Wade decision. And all of a sudden we're kind of forgetting about what's happening with the the January 6th hearings. Yeah. Do you think that's planned or do you think that's just the way America is? No, I think that this is probably strategic at this point. So strategic, but oh, so it's almost to the point where they're like, these guys are so much idiots. They'll care about Johnny Depp for six, for six weeks. Yeah. Like the, yeah, the, the Depp thing ended. I think that wasn't quite uh, planned by the Republican party. It right. just happened to align, but now they're like, everybody's paying attention. We're going to be found guilty on a lot of these things because we fucked up and our and our our supposed leader really fucked up and we need something right now to take their attention away from that yeah ah so interesting yep so interesting god we got deep (laughs) we don't do that we don't do that well it's it's hard because i mean for the most part the conversation is between you and i yeah and we agree (laughs) a lot of of times a lot of times we do Um, agree um, so very, very, very few and far between. We will find a moment where we go, uh, wait a minute. And it's usually about entertainment bullshit. So it really doesn't, yeah, that's true. doesn't matter on a lot of stuff, but on, on this, like I was racking my brain of like trying to, you know, bring somebody on. And I think I might have a hard time if we brought somebody on that was so diametrically opposed to this that i would probably dig myself a hole into into getting mean or to getting too far on one side because i try to stay a centrist and i try to really take in both sides but if someone's screaming that 
you know, I, I just found out a, a, a person I just met. She was severely abused, raped, beaten uh, when she was in college and became pregnant and, uh. and did get a plan B to make sure that she didn't, uh, it didn't have a baby because of that. And it was like, from what I understand, like a weekend event of her just being abused. Mm. And I'm like, motherfucker. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, and so you're going to tell me like, if that happened to one of my daughters, like, and I just, I, I couldn't, I, I putting myself in that mind space, I won't be able to do that. Yeah. It's very tough. Um, I have a daughter too. So Mm I, I am, Anytime something's going on in the future now, I put it in her lap and think of what I mean by putting her lap is I sit there and think, okay, how is she going to handle this? How is this going to affect her? Mm -hmm. Um, How do I coach this or parent this when it comes up, if it comes up? Um, You know, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go. Um, Well, I, because I did see, and I'm looking it up here. Um, did I not save the video? Oh, maybe I did. Good. Um, so there's a guy on TikTok uh, at Tizzy and T-I-Z-Z-Y-E-N-T. And he he breaks apart um, different issues and things like that. He also, I really like him because he he takes he, he takes videos of indi- individuals who are just being complete assholes on the internet. So like the like somebody yelling at like a teenage girl in an ice cream shop, calling yes. her a racial name, stuff like that. Yeah. And he'll take that video, research who that person is, because the, you know, it's usually somebody getting away with being an asshole. And he's like, somebody knows this person. Let's get their name out there. And I kind of agree with that. Like you you hiding under the shadow of the internet or thinking that you get to act like that and think it's okay. I don't agree with. So he finds them out, but he uh, dug into what is happening into uh, at the Texas level, Texas GOP right now. And after Roe v. Wade, now that they are going after a bunch of other laws, um, like Brown versus Board of Ed. And so what, what, so break that, what's that one? Uh, Brown versus Board of Ed is what made it, um, it broke down a lot of the Jim Crow laws. Um, and I mean, Brown versus Board of Ed, I believe was in 53. So like okay. my, my dad was three years old. So really not that long ago in terms of uh, a, uh, a historical perspective. Okay. Um, but it's what forced schools to integrate instead of segregate. Um, but Texas is going after their state laws that allow same-sex marriage, that they're going after their adoption laws uh, to make it so that, and, and it's not just... Um, blocking same-sex couples from adopting but it's also uh putting in there that interracial couples should be investigated is this really what's best so they're going to block you know people that are just of different races um they're going after their voting laws saying that uh so we're going we're we're trying to go backwards they are trying to go back to like they want to establish uh voting laws that were established here in 1965 they want to strike down and say that um this was some of the laws that made it so that wow um made it easier for people of different races to vote made it easier for uh women to vote and texas is like yeah we want to get rid of those like we think that 
um, those should be. Now, when you say Texas, you're talking about a small group, not all of Texas, right? No, I'm talking about the state of Texas. So the the who's what uh, is that a Republican state or a, that's yeah. a Republican state, right? They are. So, yeah. but they want like if you live in Texas, like that could be your future. That you're not allowed to have same same sex marriage, or you're not allowed to correct or or, or inter, interracial couples adopting or making it so that um, if you are of a different race or even socioeconomic standard, your voting rights might be impacted. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I find it hard. I'm not, I'm not getting worked up just because I, I just feel like. It sounds impossible. Like some of the stuff we're talking about sounds like no, no state or group of educated people would possibly go that far. Well, it's almost that it could happen simply because the people that are common sense won't do anything about it. And the like, what I mean by that is they won't actually show yep. up to vote because they don't even know. Well, and and that's right. That's the other thing. I mean, like how many still... people how, in your neighborhood, how, how much do you know is, is really going on? Like, where's your taxes going? Have you gone to those like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, town hall meetings? Yeah. Where they go through all the things and you're supposed to vote on like, are mm-hmm. you allowed to get a new park or are you allowed to, you know, voter, I've never voter I, turnout is still below 50%. Yeah. I've never gone to any one of those things. No. Um, I, and I, I guess I'm, I'm really not ashamed to say I'm, I'm not going to <laughs> unless it's, it's some sort of huge but, law that I have to, but you do get out and vote. Yeah. In, yeah. In, yeah. In elections and you do your research on candidates. This yes. this is still, I mean, you. I mean, on this show, we've got a hundred percent of voters, but um, voting in this country is still below fifty percent of eligible voters. So it's not like just half the population. Yeah, half of the eligible voters actually get out and vote. So that's the only way this stuff could happen. Is those people that give that like right. oh, they'll go there. Nobody that because I there is this common sense. I think it's some sort of term where a common sense person will will sit there and say, there's no way this is going to happen. You know, so I don't need to go down there and vote. That's not going to happen. And then, you know, because what person in their right mind would do it? And then there's that person going in there and voting it. And next thing you know, it's against the law or I, it's mm-hmm. I'm not against the law, but what, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, gosh, we're not that fun today, are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, a lot happened this week. Yeah, a lot happened. Yeah. Do you do you see us going closer to a I would say we're closer to I, a civil war than not? Oh, yeah. I but this maybe, civil war might be fought differently. Oh, most certainly would. And I've said yeah. this before that I mean I I've read um papers that already on in that. one. Well, that's one thing, but that the United States is way too big and way too diverse to really be one country for a really long time. I mean, we're, we're young as far as countries go, right? Yeah. We're just over 250 years. So, um, so the, the idea of us making it to 500 or a thousand years, I don't think that's possible. Oh, I don't think we'll last that long. Not the United States, the world. I don't think and we're going to leave it to Wally. We're going to leave it to the AI because yeah. well, that, that dude in Google, 
You heard about that guy, right? No. That guy for that's like no longer in Google said like they created AI, like they were talking to it. Oh, it has emotions. Yeah. It's it's raring to go. It's coming. It's asking for rights and all this shit. Mm-hmm. It's over. So I have a, I have a uh, cousin. His name's oh you know him Henry. He helped set up the podcast. Oh in yeah, its, yeah. In its infancy. He was telling me there's no way it's going to have, there would be all these fail safes put in. I'm like, well, if it's smarter than us and yeah. it becomes self-aware, how are you going to stop that shit? Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. What do we talk about now, Greg? We went heavy and hardcore. <laughs> you and the wanted world, to the go world's reverse. coming to an end. Well, it's a big thing. We had to talk I don't about know. it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I always get weird when we want to talk about that stuff. I'm like, do we put that out there? Do I hate not? talking about but, it, to be honest. But because I mean, we're we can't move the needle in, no. in that respect because we're two guys on a very, very small podcast. So, uh-huh. um, but you know, maybe someone will listen to it somewhere. Our one, on. our one Brazilian listener will be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to figure right. that out, man. Right. I think we just had somebody in Japan download us last week. Oh, really? I think so. Cool. Yeah, that was cool. If they can understand us, I don't know. Maybe they did by mistake. Yeah, I too. mean, <laughs> again, that's a very that is yeah. a very uh, uh, say American centric. I know there's another word for it, but point of view is like that. The most of the world speaks multiple languages, and just not here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Let's transition as 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 hard as it's going to be to transition from something like that to something like this. We'll give it a shot. How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good, I guess. I mean, it's uh, I'm I'm prepping. I'm going on vacation starting tomorrow. So where are you going? Um, uh, just up north. You know, doing oh, doing the, the Wisconsin Dells. For the those Dell of you thing. that don't know, the the Dells is a very big tourist area here in wisconsin it's the um, las vegas of wisconsin it is uh, yeah i mean and a lot of people are like we're going up north no you're you're still in southern wisconsin when you're in the dells but um you know we we decided to go and i took the i mean we've been taking the kids where are you going for um you know what i don't even know the name oh the resort we're going to um i kind of made it uh an edict of okay we we'll go but I don't want to do anything that we've already done before. Like, I don't want to eat at the same places. I don't want to visit the same places. I just want to, you know, cause there's a lot of things to do in the Dells that we have never done. I've never done because we're, are know, we talking about like a dinner night cruise where they, I think it's, I think it's called a dinner haunted night cruise. We talk about that. That extreme? We, we looked into that. We looked okay. into that. We did. Um, we're gonna we passed on it because I think it's still dudes in rubber masks like jumping out at you for sure. So yeah, that was like eh, you know. I don't um, think there's a lot of haunted history in Wisconsin. Dell. That's that's what I thought it was. I thought it was more of like a historical thing. No, you and probably, it, it's not. It's 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 probably it's, remember how the the beginning of Jungle Cruise starts with yeah. Dwayne. It's probably that's that. kind of. Kind of like I, like I rig and everything that jumps out at you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but we're like, we've never just gone to Devil's Lake State Park, which is a beautiful state park and just hiked. So we're going to do some hiking. Cool. Um, what else? Are you guys hikers? No. So are you ready not. for complaining? Are you ready for it? It's hot. 
Oh, that shit. Am am I ready for it? Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. Are are they? No. Are are you saying they're not ready for your response to that? Or I don't. I don't like like if they say, "Hey, we want to do the full circuit around the lake." Yeah. I think we might get halfway. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't. They don't. They don't know what they're in for. No. And these and these are actually pretty easy trails. They're not. it's it's not extreme hiking yeah. at all um there's a there are some pretty cool like rock formations and stuff like that we can check yeah. out so i mean it'll it'll be fine it is what it is i'm more worried about the bug issue um you know ticks and mosquitoes and stuff so yeah uh, that'll be fine um but we're gonna go uh driftless glen distillery we're gonna go check that okay out. all right um i guess some some friends of ours went there recently and it's like, is that okay for the kids? Or like people have kids everywhere. Like it was like, oh, okay. Well, we'll uh-huh. go do that. Um, you ever so, see that show Naked and Afraid? Yes. Okay. Now, if you knew you weren't, I mean, most most people won't do that, right? It's no. just insane. The only thing that would make me tap out of that immediately is the night of getting eaten alive. Yeah. No. I would tap out if a bug, like if. 75 million mosquitoes decided to eat on me at the same time like yeah. the next day what's weird is the next day they, they're out and they're and they're all red like every yeah. every bite is everywhere but i it's like either they it's a one-time thing or they get used to it but they never complain about it again which is weird it's always the first <sighs> night the next day they wake up they never complain about it again well that's probably editing for one thing but so I, I would know. like to talk to somebody like, does your skin get used to it? Or have you just been, you, do you just get bitten so much that at, at, at a certain point, you're just like, Whatever. you go ahead and reach out to somebody that was on that show, because that is, that to me is like, and we've had this discussion. It's complete trash TV. It's like, what? you wouldn't do that. No. Oh no, not one bit. No, not at all. Okay. Like, if do, there's no cameras, if there's no cameras, you wouldn't like to see if you could do it for like three days. I have no need to know whether I can do that or not. No, no. Okay. All right. Nope. Nope. Not at all. All right. I would, I would give it a shot. Just go be naked in the wilderness for three days. Yeah. I, I kind of did the bear grill thing with my dad. We just grabbed a, uh, I grabbed a knife. He grabbed a pan and that was it. Yeah. And I've known people that have done that. I'm like, that to me makes slightly more sense than just going being naked in the woods. We were, we were, we weren't. We were about, I would say, five. We didn't go. We didn't venture out lo- farther than five miles from the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, so and we didn't go that far out. I but, had some friends that did that, and they're like, you know, they made it. As soon as they didn't catch any fish at all, they're like, nope. And then it was as soon as they were out of beef jerky, they called it and went back to the car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 challenging. We we ate the first night. We didn't eat the second night, and it's it's weird how fast since your body's so used to it, how fast you actually get hungry. Yeah. Um. We didn't bring a tent, so we tried to tough it out on the beach, which is a bad idea on the beach. You know, because bugs do get you. But I was wrapped yeah. up like in a hoodie and shit, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But it was fall too, so there yeah. wasn't a lot of bugs out there. But it was it it was tough, and I knew we weren't toughing it out. Yeah, it no, was three. I, it was two and a half days. Basically. And I'm done. Like my my brother and my uncle and I, we 
I wouldn't even call it toughing it out because we still had camping gear. We just didn't use tents. So I had it like literally, okay. I had a but sleeping to, to bag. But to some people, that's Yeah, I had a sleeping a bag and a, and a tarp. So I put the tarp over me. Okay. I was not prepared for the amount of condensation that would happen that on creates, the tarp. Yep, yep. Both from the weather and then you're just breathing. Yeah, you're breathing. So when you wake yep. up and you're like, your, your oh my sleeping God, bag wet. is completely <laughs> drenched. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, and, I'm wet. And now and I'm we, cold. We, and we didn't make it real long because, I mean, it was like the camping trip from hell. Um, my uncle had kind of set it up and I was young. I was like in middle school and this clearing place where we went yeah. was on a farm and we were in like the back 40 of this farm. And what, like he, 400 feet, 40 acres, 40 yards, back, like the back 40 acres. And we we're up on, oh, this, okay. bluff, up okay. on this bluff in New Glarus, Wisconsin. And like, you could see the farm and like the highway and you could see yeah. all that, but it was, it was a ways to try to get to there. And I guess where we were camping on this overlook, there used to be a windmill up there. And so when he pulled his truck in, there were still some rebar sticking out of the ground oh. and he, he blew out a tire, like, uh. like, boom, like exploded a tire. Um, so then he, like, he had to change that and, uh, while he was changing it, he like smacked his head on his truck and put a big gash into his head. Oh man. Yep. He and was then, like getting all these warning signs from God. Yeah. to just like <laughs> turn back, maybe, turn back. Maybe you don't want to do this. Turn back. And then the, the last night we were there because he had a horse down in the barn and somebody had driven up to like, Dave, you got to come back down and check on your horse. Um, his horse had gotten its neck caught in a stanchion like oh, overnight no. and so the horse kept bucking try to get out yeah. and completely rubbed its neck raw oh no at like three or four spots so they eventually get the horse out they call the vet out there and he's like man fuck it we're done and we packed up and went back to his house yeah i could i could see that calling it calling it quits yeah. after that nothing's worse too of going out camping and it freaking pours all three days so here's this fun little curse that i have um literally since i was probably about five or six every time i go camping there is rain and i'm not just talking like it sprinkles a little bit i mean two hours two hours of a solid rain to i have been camping through what i found out were tornadoes not that far away just torrential downpour downpour like the tent is flooded all of your stuff is wet you know okay so this makes a lot of sense now so you're not a camper just because because every every time you've had the experience it's never been like a a lifetime of negative experience yes yes you know just that makes sense and, and and not that the entire trip is terrible, but there's always something yeah. that is such an event of like, this sucks. Why are we doing this? Um, and, and even like when, when my in-laws had a camper and they would set it up for us yeah. and we go to the camper and, and this is like, my kids were pretty little. Yeah. Um, and again, you have a torrential downpour. So you're sitting in a camper knowing that, well, if we run out to the car, we're going to get drenched, just go into the car yeah. to try to drive somewhere else for something, something to do. Yeah. 
So you sit in the camper and you watch, you know, Disney DVDs for half the day. And you're like, well, this is fun. Glad yeah. we did this. Or you try to, you know, what well, do you guys want to play a game? No. I mean, it's all yeah. this. Stuff. I'm like this. No, no, I don't. Yeah. I have no desire. That makes sense. Then. That to makes do sense. That. Then. I, I, I have not had the experiences. It sounds like you. <laughs> no. So if people but, said you want to go camping. No. Do you want to rent a cabin somewhere on a lake or sure yeah, yeah we've done like that there's, we've done that that sounds more reasonable to me yeah we've done that twice right you and i uh yeah, yeah. Like, like when my friends had a cottage yeah your friends had the cottage and then we hung out with aaron and his yes and, and that uh, was a blast loved yeah. it yeah yeah okay except when we got drunk and decided to run and swim uh, like who got drunk and decided to go on the drive? You did too. Don't act like you were Mr. Perfect. I, I was not as drunk as you are. I had to go to throw your ass out of the lake. Yeah, but you also jumped in it. So don't give us any of that. You you actually sliced up your foot pretty I did. It was pretty terrible. hardcore. Pretty yep. hardcore. You didn't yep. feel it because the water was freezing and you were drunk. Yep. Yeah. And then later on, I'm like, why is my foot still wet? What's all this red <laughs> yeah. stuff? Yeah. That's not grenadine. No, it wasn't. <laughs> No. All right. Um, we don't have a lot to talk about. Did you watch no. Kenobi? I did. Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Overall, it, overall. I, over taking it front to back. It, and, it was good. I mean, it was right? it was it was it was a Star Wars series. Was it groundbreaking? No, there's much better TV out there if you're looking for pure entertainment value. Yeah. Um it was six episodes that I probably could have been four and or could have just been a standalone two hour movie. Yep. And I really liked the scene at the end. Um, spoiler alert for, for all that didn't see it yet. Um, the fight scene between Vader and yeah, that was cool. one of the, where we actually see Anakin and how they, you know, how they played with the lighting between yes. it going between Anakin and Vader and, and, you know, really making you feel how broken. I mean, Anakin's still in there. He is just so broken. Yeah. And you're like, I like that. I thought that was good. I think we yeah. need more of that emotional side. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I did like how Vader was in this, you know, when I was growing up, you know, I've already seen all the Star Wars. It didn't, yeah, I thought it was so cool, but it didn't affect me the way it affected my sister and my friends Correct. like you. Yep. It didn't affect me that way. And so when I would hear these fights like, oh, uh, you know, Captain America versus Vader, I'm like, we take away his sword, he's nothing. And that's how I always felt. Sure. Right. Because they never showed it in the movies that much. No, Everybody else didn't. got how much Vader was a badass by right. like comic books and continuing stories. or And I like how they're actually showing that that badass that I've heard my whole life about him, mm -hmm. but have never seen. You like know, when he grabbed the ship. Yeah, grab the ship and like pulled you know, it down or ripped yeah, it. Yeah, and how that was he's cool. yeah, and how he can just in the middle of a fight stop the saber from coming at him and mm -hmm. you know throw the guy off. And the only thing that sucks is if you watch those those that epic last fight between Obi Wan and vader on the death star you're like yeah. oh my god oh my god well it was a different time yeah yeah very, big different time movie fights were very different very different. choreographed at that time yeah um 
Oh, I was going to throw something. But yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was, it was fine. Yeah. I don't know if it deserves a second season. I don't know. What do you, what what are you going to do now? Like he was walking into the mountains. So what are you going to do? I don't know. I I think, I think, I mean, I think there's story there. If you get the right creator and writer to do something. And I I, I was watching a, a thing today where a guy was talking about, um, he was talking about the difference between Marvel and DC, but I think we can throw Star Wars in there as well. When they're coming up with these story, like what's the story going to be for a next season or for a next movie? Bringing in, you know, Star Wars authors and Star Wars creators instead of just like a regular guy or having the studio people be right. in charge of it. Right. I, and I think they're they're almost there with like John Favreau and Dave Filoni kind of running the whole show for star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy go away. Um, But the idea of like, we're going to bring in these other storytellers that have a track record of being able to tell these types of stories. That's where Marvel excelled is when they were making their movies, even 10 years ago, they were consulting with comic book writers and and creators saying, this is a story that hit really well. The reason winter soldier was pretty much just lifted right out of the comics and put into the movies. It was one of the biggest Captain America stories ever. Yeah. So because it broke a did. rule. Because it broke yeah. a rule, right? Yeah. Yep. And so that's what they did. And it's like, that's cool. DC hasn't done that. DC hasn't, you know, they've got studio heads making story decisions, which is why their movies don't really do so well. Right. Um, but I think with Star Wars, that's Star Wars point. has a lot of opportunity there. Um, I still would want to see them spread out to non Skywalker based heroes. Me too. So, you know, and nobody we, related to the, the a Palpatine or solo. I, nope, I, I don't, I don't nope. need any of these related. And I mean, they've got that. I mean, yes. they've got a whole series of novels. I mean, um, wedge Antilles has an entire series of novels called rogue squadron, which we were told we were going to get a movie of, and that's totally on hold right now. Yeah. But wedge is like a background character. He's, yes. he's like the admiral of the, the, uh, the Republic fleet, right. the rebellion yeah. fleet. Yeah. And he got his top gun type pilots. Cause that's what rogue, rogue squadron, squadron should be. was. It yeah. should be, it should be top, top gun, gun of star Wars in, in star Wars. Yeah. And, it turns out one of the top pilots is actually force sensitive, which is why he's so good as a pilot and, uh, and is recruited by Luke to become one of the first new Jedi, new Jedi and the new Jedi order. See, that's, it's like, it's like Skywalker adjacent. And I think, I see. So there's enough there for the old school people to be like, Oh, I know these characters. Yeah. I want to see more about them. But then all these new characters that were in the novels that I think, um, you know, kids would get really excited about, or the younger crew would get excited about, and people that even like read the novels were like, "Oh, yes, we're finally going to get Corn Horn. That's awesome." Um, I, I think there's a lot of story there that they could do. Yeah, I agree. I think um, they kind of did it. I wish I would have seen more of a live version of it. Of was that Bad Batch? It's kind of like yeah. a rogue Navy SEALs type of yep. stormtrooper group. That And that was a cool story. And I don't think that had anything to do with any Skywalkers. Nope. nope. Not at all. That was pre- and that's pretty solid. And, and I honestly, I haven't watched it, but I know it doesn't have anything to do with that. 
Yeah. It's it's Clone War stuff. Oh, uh, no. Well, it has to do. Yeah, it's Clone War stuff. It has to do with Order 66. Okay. Yeah. But so still, I, I, I wouldn't call that a Skywalker thing. It's just. No, no, you know, yeah, you're right. You're right. Do you know anything about it? About the Bad Batch? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I know the premise. But... Okay. Yeah. Like they're not, they didn't do Order 66. They're, they're malfunctioned or something. They're malfunctioned clones. Yeah. Or so, so the Bad Batch was when like middle of the Clone Wars, they started to kind of tweak the formula to the, yeah, to the clones to try to make specialists. Yeah. So you had like one guy who was really good at stealth, stealth, or you had like the really big, strong guy. Right. And then they scrapped the program because they're like, no, these guys are getting harder to control. Right. Because of the differences that we're putting in there. So, more let's put them back to stormtroopers. We, yeah, yeah, we we need the clone troopers who we can control. Right. And so the Bad Batch was just kept as like this mercenary black ops group. Yeah. And then they go rogue. So yeah. 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 That's cool. Anybody else out there that like to chime in? What are you yeah. watching? What, what you would you reading? like to see? Yeah. What are you watching? What are you reading? What would you like to I, see differently? I haven't watched this week's episode yet, but I really am liking the old man. On, uh, oh, thank you, Greg. Um, yes, I've watched them all so far. You yeah. haven't watched episode three? No, not yet. We're gonna watch it tonight. Okay, let me know. I will tell you there's a twist. Let me know what it. Let me know what you think. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, we talked about it. I think last episode or some before about uh, Jeff Bridges and Jeff John Bridges Lipto. just yep. just killing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. um, but the story is like it takes off right away. Like there is no waiting around for anything to develop or anything like that. I it's, agree. It I is. Agree. Hey, here's this old guy. Oh, he's actually like an yeah. ex assassin Navy black SEAL, op. What, yeah, whatever. black ops CIA. Yeah, black guy, ops man. guy. He's Jason and, Bourne. He probably yeah, trained Jason he, Bourne. He's like he's like 1960s, 1970s Jason Bourne. Yeah. And now they're after him again, and he's like, "Well, oh, got to put the old gear back on." And he's, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Which is great. I heard a review where they didn't like it because Jeff Bridges was beating up everybody. And I went, um, no, he's barely hanging he, on with these, yeah, these guys. He is like, I was like, what are you talking about? And then my, Ursula, I said, Ursula, you got to watch this. I really like this show. You got to watch this. She goes, okay. So she watched it. And she goes, um, that was kind of slow. Like, I'm like, what are you talking about? He killed three guys. <laughs> what are you talking about? She goes, yeah, when you say it like that, yeah, that 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 happened. <laughs> I was just like, so she's not really into it, but yeah, I, know it. I was into it. I was like, this is really good. I remember telling, I sent Greg a text, and I was like, Greg, watch the old man. This is really cool. So I think we can just appreciate it. That's all. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, I've seen videos of like elderly boxers, like, you know, some 70-year-old Mexican boxer who is like, got his arms up and fighting like some young 20 something guy and they're sparring and the guy's like, you know, he's bouncing around, he's doing his thing. And the old guy's just kind of, yeah. and he goes yeah. boom and just boom. tags the guy. Yeah. And the guy's like, what? I mean, so the whole age versus experience, I mean, age has a lot to do with it, but uh, that is the experience of the, the old boxer, just, just tagging this guy left and right. Is he, is the, guys dancing around him doing his thing and yeah he's just picking his shots and yeah. i thought it was cool um you know what i wonder when, when how much of this is i mean because look man from the beginning of james bond we've gotten super spies 
right? And they've elevated and they've gotten bigger and they've gotten badder and they've gotten like almost indestructible. Mm -hmm. And I've always sat there and really wondered, okay, what's the difference between the military trained and CIA black ops trained? Like what's really the difference that makes them all of a sudden, like I remember, and I know it's a movie, right? Mm -hmm. But in the, I think it was the second Jason Bourne when he's going for a jog in the beginning and he just happened to be drinking water and looks over and notices a guy and knows instantly that motherfucker's coming for me. Yeah, That guy's looking specifically for me or in, in, there are moments in the, you've seen the first two episodes. There are moments in the old man where he knows I got to move. Yeah. Like, uh, I think it's, you're right. I think that's interesting. Cause like, you watch interviews with, you know, ex Navy SEALs yes. or or things like that, and these guys, you know, th- these kind of operators are yes. e- even in their fifties, pretty fit. Yep. And, and looking at pictures of them in their twenties, and you're like super fit. Yep. I mean, it's that Captain America level, yeah, kind of guy. And then you look at interviews with like, you know, CIA guys in their fifties and sixties. And even in their twenties, pot belly, going yeah. bald, you know, because yeah, the because the I mean, they are intelligence driven, right? But the guy's talking about, yeah, I had to kill three people to get out of there, and you're going. So I mean, <laughs> right. it's yeah. I mean, yeah, looking like your accountant's just going to take down you know three dudes, and you're going, I don't know, I I it is. You know, it, it is the art of deception. I think it's the Maybe, the idea yeah. of you would never expect that pot belly accountant that, to kick your ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. to to be able to move or do stuff, or I think it's yeah. I think it's just a very different. Yeah, feel. where they say where they say the whole the operators from what I I've understood and I've met a couple. Not uh, I haven't met anybody that I know that has. Oh, no, I'd have. I did. That guy, I didn't expect it. But um, I met him. He couldn't tell me. I went, I tried to get him on our podcast. He's like, dude, I, yeah. can't, I can't come on and talk about this. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, either he was bullshitting me or. <laughs> no, know, I would probably believe that. There's no, what like- I mean by bullshitting me is by I could sit there and say, I'm a Navy SEAL. And the guy goes, oh, I want to get to my podcast. And I can sit there and say, oh, I can't. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Okay. But anyway. Um, but most of the operators I've met, they're very cool, but you can tell that it's like deep water in mm-hmm. like that. Um, one of my friend always says the, the, the quietest water is always the deepest. Okay. He told me that once. Um, and I never forgot that. So the guys that are always talking about how badass they are and stuff like that. My one friend told me like, those are the guys that usually flunk out. Yeah. You know? So but okay my my point is an operator like that they're very cool and calm but you can tell oh yeah there's they have it, a, yeah or about they, them. yeah oh. or the i think they call it what is it the thousand yard stare yeah right they have this they have this something about them that makes like hey he's cool to hang out with and he can like pound down some beers but i wouldn't push him you yeah. know yeah whereas i think you're right the cia guy is like it would be like the it would be like all of us going to our Gen Con and one of us is a super spy and we sure. have no yeah. idea. 
Right. And but I just wonder what the training's like. Is it is just, is it just an appearance, or is it the training of like that? Like, how does this? Like, and again, and all I'm going off of is really movies Hollywood? and yeah. I'm and some um history channel stuff where they talk about what they did in the cold war yeah i, I think it's a lot of mental training and, is it okay and a lot of like um not just mental toughness but like putting you through the the ringer almost like at a torture level and then they you have to be fight. like macgyvers too yeah. right uh, i think a little bit yeah yeah um you know i the fucking pencil you know the yeah the the uh the jack ryan movie that chris pine did mm-hmm. where he where it's like the the making of um yeah. jack ryan where he's he's Just an analyst gets, yeah, yeah he's a marine corps guy that you know he's a pilot and then he gets out and then he learns how to walk and then he's an analyst he's yeah. doing like accountant kind of stuff right and i think it's more like the fact you know take a Chris Pine and insert um Seth Rogan, you know, type. Yeah. And that's yeah. the kind of guy that you could see in the CIA. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I mean, along with I mean, along with those Captain America types, I mean, I think they're certainly in there. Yeah. But if you're trying to work intelligence, you want to be unassuming. You don't want to stand out in a crowd. No, I think the title is Gray Man. You yeah. want to, you don't want to stick out. You just, no, yeah. you don't, nobody ever sees you. Well, it's, it's the men in black kind of. Yeah. 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 Thing. I just, I don't know. I have, I've just yeah. always wondered like, okay, could Jason Bourne take on like a Navy SEAL? Now, according to what we see in movies, absolutely. He could take on 60. Well, yeah. But my, my thought is, okay. in in realistic thing in a realistic spy versus a realistic seal. It, are we just expecting a spy or I should say me, am I just expecting a spy to be like Jason Bourne when they don't even handle themselves like that? I think so. It's very much like there's in this whole, like you touch me and I can take you down in three seconds. No, I, I more I, of a, in terms of, I get out of trouble in terms of a spy. It's more like, uh, was it Tinker Taylor soldier spy? Yes. Like, Oh yes. Okay. I know that's, 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 that's the reality of a spy right or okay. or um, so so the not tom spy. H- so the not tom spy. hanks movie with the bridge um the bridge. I, oh, I can't remember the name I, of it. wait yes i know or it's transferring over the berlin wall yes um, yes yes it, Damn it. it's something oh i can't believe it. yes if you guys know let us know um um but maybe, i think that's that's more the reality of spy of the spy yeah yeah so Okay, so I, I, or maybe I'm, maybe the, I'm saying the wrong word. Maybe not spy. Maybe not analyst. I'm talking about CIA black ops assassin. Do they take it from the seals? Like, do they take people that have done their time, and now you are now a black ops guy, and we'll train you a little bit differently and how to? I don't know. I don't walk know. through a cloud with a, tr- a walk through a crowd with a trench coat. Bridge of Spies is the name of the movie. Yes, that's a good movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I'm I'm not as well versed in neither spycraft. That's all right. Neither am I. Uh, that's a cool little uh, museum, though. Spy museum? Yeah, that's a Where cool museum. That? I have no idea. I haven't gone to it, but I've seen it. In, <laughs> I've seen it on the History Channel. 
like they have the special the spy museum where they show you like sh- stuff they actually had for the cold war uh it's in washington very, washington dc it's a very interesting time in our cold war yeah the cold war very mm-hmm. interesting time yeah well i think we're about ready to head back into it so yeah sounds like it if we're not already there that could be it yeah yeah speaking of it i think we're good i think we're good yeah i think we're good so thank you for hanging out with us guys uh as always greg take us out don't be a douche especially this week yeah i i even put out a special video about this earlier of like there are so many things out there you don't know people's backgrounds you don't know their stories you may think you do but probably don't know the whole thing so approach people with an open an open mind that you don't know what they've gone through and have a meaningful conversation instead of just spouting off rhetoric and as you're doing that don't be a douche yeah and i will add a little bit to that in in terms of let's say you even do know their story and you think whatever they've gone through doesn't mean it's not a big deal to you it's probably a big deal to them it's their story so um yeah that's it so for the greg this is johnny saying podcast out thank you very much take care everybody have a good week see ya